Hello there, everybody. It is Nurse Mo, and welcome back to the Straight A Nursing Podcast. I am thrilled to have this bonus episode for you guys today. You've been asking for parenting advice, and since my only parenting skills are cat-related, I am not the expert on this. So I reached out to one of the super moms in my Thriving Nursing Students Facebook group, Chelsea, and invited her on to share some of her tips and insight for surviving and possibly even thriving in nursing school while being a parent. So because Chelsea is a busy mom, you guys, she drove to a quiet location in order to record this interview. So it's not going to sound exactly as it would if she were in her home office. So just be aware of that. But hey, you're a mom, you're a dad, you're busy, you got to do what you've got to do, right? So little caveat with that. And then today, if you're listening to this when it airs or in the few weeks after, today is the day that Crucial Concepts Bootcamp Summer Sale begins. And so there are some really great bonuses. We are offering our biggest discount ever. It's 20% off. It's never been that much off before. We have free electrolytes study guide. We have a free two-week trial to Beyond Bootcamp. If you use the social share option, you get a free med surge study guide. Like there's so much great stuff. And I want you to check that out. So you can go to straightanursingstudent.com and check that out. I will put the link in the show notes as well. So you can go and learn all about Crucial Concepts Bootcamp, which Chelsea has been through as well. So with all of that out of the way, I cannot wait for you to hear from Chelsea. Let's dive into the interview. So Chelsea, thank you so much for agreeing to pop on here and share some of your mom slash super parent wisdom. So Chelsea, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are in your program, and how many kids you have. Okay. So as you know, every parent loves to talk about their kids, and I am no exception. So I'm Chelsea. I am a level three um, student, I have one more semester after this one to go. So I graduate in December. Oh, you're so close. I am. I have a countdown on my phone that tells me how many more days. So, um, but I have four kids. My oldest is 12. I have an 11 year old, a seven year old and a five year old. So I have a boy and three girls. Um, I'm also married to my best friend, um, for 12 years this year. And if that wasn't enough, we have a dog and we have two cats. Wow. um, Yeah. So in other words, you're busy. Yeah, I am busy. (laughs) That is amazing. Like I, everybody that has listened to my podcast for any length of time has probably figured out by now. I don't have any kids. I didn't have any when I was in nursing school. I had a cat and that's about the max for what I can handle. So the fact that you are at level three, you're I in graduation, you've gotten this far with your sanity, your family, your grades, your schoolwork intact is absolutely amazing. So I know everybody is going to be so interested to hear 
some of the things that you have to say, and I know everybody's situation is obviously very different, you know, whether you have a partner might play into that, the ages of your kids definitely play in, support systems, Mm -hmm. all of that. So I want you guys listening to take what Chelsea says, apply what you can to your situation. Maybe something she says sparks an idea for you for something that you might want to try, finding that inspiration to also just know that you can do this. Other people have done it with kids and you do not have to be any different. So when you went into school, Chelsea, the first thing I have to know is, were you already uber organized? Did you already have a ton of systems in place or did you kind of wait to see how school was and adapt from there? Um, as far as like support systems go, um, I already knew who my support system was, and that really is my husband. So I have to give him credit where credit's due. He's great. But um, I knew that I kind of had to pick my classes to fit my family schedule um, because I knew I didn't have anybody else besides him. So I would, for my prerequisites, I was lucky enough to go to a really great community college. Um, they they had nighttime classes and they would have classes online, which are not my first pick, um, but, you know, I did these things cause I was really wanting to better my family. So I, I did those and I knew that once I was done with my prerequisites and going into nursing school, my kids should have been all old enough to go to school, um, in person. And then of course, COVID uh-huh. kind of jokes <laughs> on you, right? Right. As soon as <laughs> they were all old enough, you know, COVID, everything shut down and they were all at home with me, which, you know, I was still doing school online. I was having to make them go to school online. And then my husband was also home. So Last year was a little bit different, but I've really been fortunate that, you know, um, that school for nursing school, though, we've still been able to go to clinicals and in-person school since fall of 2020. Um, So all of my nursing school has been in person. Oh, you're Um, so lucky. I I am um, for that. I mean, there's things that have been changed here and there, but for the most part, we've, you know, we've been able to still do things pretty For me, it seems normal. They keep saying it's different, but. uh, (laughs) I think that's great that you do have some support at home. Um, You know, having your husband be that person and especially like going through your prereqs, having that flexibility. I did the same thing. I used the heck out of our local community colleges to get through my prereqs, which was great because I was working at the time and and I was that per I took those night classes. I did all of that same stuff that you're doing and I bet a lot of other parents out there are doing that as well. Oh yes, very much. Um I met so many great people who, you know, this is their second or even third career um, going, you know, community, community colleges don't get enough credit. There's so many great teachers there. So definitely utilize those. And some will just do it all online. So if you don't have one close to you, you know, maybe search online and see if you can find one that offers those sorts of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I am dying to know how on earth you do this. So, um, (laughs) like looking at how you might structure a typical, weekday, like a, you know, a day that you're focusing, you know, it's a school day, it's a work day for you. What does that look like for you when you are a spouse, a mom, a a kid mom, a dog mom, and a cat mom, and a nursing student? Well, um, so for me, I'm, I really want to start with the weekends because your weekdays start with your weekends. Like it does, it's not the other way around. Like, you know, a lot of people look forward to their weekends because it's their time off. But for me, it's getting me set, a, set up for success for the week. Um, but Saturdays, like, 
today, like we're recording are our just open days. We don't, we don't really do anything. We really just try to chill and recollect as a family. Um, we're all exhausted. Like we've been going to school all week. We've been going to work. My kids are in a, you know, sports or band and, you know, so we usually just sleep in and maybe go to the park, but it's usually, you know, really low key for us. We might go pick up ice cream and that's about it. I love it. Um, but Sundays are our workhorse day. Like it's, you know, we'll wake up. I wake up pretty early on Sundays because I know I have a lot to do to get ready for the week. I usually let my kids kind of play and chill. But after lunchtime, we, um, that's like our power hour. We, I'll write out on our kitchen whiteboard. Um, I'll have everyone's names listed out. And then they all have their two or three little chores to do to help out. And, um, you know, even my youngest, I know, I know she's five, but I mean, we are all pitching in and helping out. They, there's a saying that says, um, you know, many hands make light work. Um, oh, so, it really, love it. so it really, you know, if we're all doing little bits, you know, we're all, I try to make it a point to tell them that, you know, we're all a family and we're all a team. You know, we all need to pitch in because they always moan and groan about our Sunday afternoons, but really at, we couldn't make it through the week otherwise. So the kids will pick up their room. Um, I try to make sure my room's back to organize and I call it getting back down to baseline. Mm-hmm. We don't usually get around to heavy cleaning, um, on these days. Um, you know, we might get the floors swept and mopped and maybe the bathroom wiped down, but that's really the extent of it. We're trying to just get picked up and find out where everything we need for the week is where it's supposed to be. So I love um, that. I love, can I just tell you, that's super impressive to me, Chelsea, that you get the whole family on board. Now, did you have the kids buying into the system before school started? Has this always been how you run your family or is this something you started doing out of necessity? Um, I couldn't tell you when it kind of, we've always just kind of had, um, maybe it did get born out of necessity. Just, um, you know, life does get busy through the week. And I used to be so picky about how the house was picked up, but the more kids I had, <laughs> the less, the less picky I could get about things. Um, so I, but I knew for my sanity, I needed to know that there was one day set time. If I could just make it to Sunday, the house will be back to normal. So mm-hmm. that was, that's why I really try to like fiercely, you know, guard our Sundays, like uh, our Sunday afternoons from about 12 to five are just we're going to get things ready for the week so we can, you know, really our free time the rest of the week will be spent just being a family together. So I, I love it. I think that's great. I love that you said your weekday starts with the weekend. I'm a huge comp- uh, proponent of doing that Sunday prep work, that Sunday planning, getting all my ducks in a row. It really helps you wake up Monday morning feeling like whatever the week is going to bring you, you're you're ready for it. So that was gold. Absolutely. <laughs> and then tell me about a weekday. How are yeah. those structured? What do you do? So our, our weekdays are, you know, pretty consistent for, you know, nursing school and family. Um, but it's usually uh, uh, with school. I know school just let out for the summer, but for a normal school day, either my husband or I will go drop them off at school and um, then we'll come home. I'll try to drink my coffee. I'll take my medicine and I'll try to get a protein shake in so I can get ready for my day. And I really try to spend those hours that my kids are not there um, getting all my, all my schoolwork done, all my sitting at the desks type stuff that mm-hmm. you know, I don't want the, their memories of me being just sitting there at my desk all the time. So I try right. to do that during those hours. And then I really try to guard again, those hours when they're home, um, when they get off the bus at like three 30 until about eight or so, 
And um, so we're really like spending that time as a family, you know, trying to reconnect through for at the end of the day. And then sometimes I'll have some work I'll need to do after they go back to bed. But um, I, after they go back to bed, I try to spend some time with my husband too, because he's kind of getting my leftovers right now. Yeah. So I try to really try to guard that last hour, you know, just to spend with him, even if it's just us, you know, like exhausted watching a show on the couch, you know, we're still there together. And, right. and at the end, and I like, that's how I like to end my day. So. Yes. Okay. I think this is incredible. I love that you are able to spend really like quality time with your kids every single day and that you set really strong limits on how much time you're going to spend at the computer and at your desk. And you are able to kind of put that away and focus on your kids and then maybe come back to it if you need to, but also being very mindful of your relationship with your partner, which, yeah, it does kind of seem like sometimes your partner gets, like you said, the leftovers. So I just say, I think that's also so, so important because, you know, I'm sure he's doing a lot around parenting as well when you're not available and and he wants to feel appreciated and and remembered and valued as well. So the fact that you're very consciously doing that just it says a lot about you and and how you're how you're getting through this. I think you're managing your um I think having those strong relationships helps decrease your stress levels overall because you have yeah. that <laughs> connection with people, right? And there, uh, there was something I learned early on in my parenting, like, you know, you're either going to have to spend the time up front or you're going to have to spend the time managing like the temper tantrums or the the fights that you might have with your spouse because you're not spending that time. So I've learned that either way, you're going to have to spend the time. So I might as well spend it up front and try to, to connect with those people that I love so that they know that I'm, yes, I'm busy. And sometimes I have, to, I can't always spend those, that hours from four to eight. Sometimes I have tests and I have clinicals and I can't always, but if they know that mom says, you know, I will spend time with you at bedtime to read you, you know, spend 30 minutes with you to read a book and tuck you in. That sometimes is, it really helps us connect and um, it helps. Like I said, spend the time anyway, and, and it'll, it'll pay off dividends in the end. I love that. I love that. Manage your time. I'm getting a lot of gold nuggets out of this. You guys, <laughs> Chelsea's <laughs> just sharing all the gold, managing it up front. You're going to be putting in the time. Anyway, that is such a think like a nurse kind of thing right there. You're applying it to your relationships, but when you're working as a nurse or working in clinical, you're going to do the work. If you put the time in up front, proactively take care of what your patient needs. The effort required to do that is about a tenth of what it takes to manage a complication on the back end. So I love that you're using that in your own life as well. Okay, I want to talk about you guys know I love a routine. You know, I love lists. You know, I love checking things off. You know, I love all of that stuff. <laughs> so do you have any like go-to routines that you use to keep home life running efficiently? Like I know you said you gave up on having a perfectly tidy house out of necessity, right? Because you could would probably be frustrated forever if that was your standard. Yeah. But how do you manage to keep things rolling? Um, so I do have some certain things every day that have to get done or else our house just, like you said, can't run efficiently. Um, so we have like a bare amount of chores that need to get done every day. So one of the biggest ones though, is just making sure the kitchen is clean. Like if the kitchen is clean, then the rest of the house seems to run a lot smoother. Um, 
kids sometimes, you know, they want to eat a lot. <laughs> I don't know why, but they do. Yeah. So as long as the kitchen is clean, the life, life seems to go a bit more smoothly. So dishes have to get done by the end of the day. The kitchen is clean. That's the one thing we do, make sure it's done every day. And then the other thing that seems to go along with children is um, the never-ending amount of laundry that mm, I have uh, okay. to do. I can't um, imagine. I feel like my husband doesn't has enough laundry for four people. So, wow. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine the amount of laundry that you're doing at your house. I, okay, so, and this might be different depending on the amount of kids that you have. You know, if you have one or two, you might be able to get them put away. But with four kids, it's a bit different. Mm-hmm. So I've really had this lax laundry system since I've gone back to school. Um, and it, some people might say this is lazy or, you know, if laundry is important to you, whatever. I'd rather spend time with my kids reading books. But it's been a game changer. We have these taller laundry baskets that are on wheels. Mm-hmm. And um, those are our, what we call our dirty clothes baskets. And then we have like our, those rectangular, more shallow yeah. laundry baskets. Um, and we have everyone's name on six different baskets. So I have mine, my husband's, and then our four kids. And so I'll wash it all. And while I'm um, listening to lectures or whatever, I'll do the laundry, I'll wash and dry it. But then I throw it on my bed. Um, and then at the end of the day, we sort it all into our baskets and... Um, I'm not going to spend time folding my kids' laundry. They they change their clothes every like 0.2 seconds, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it would be a waste of my time, honestly. I still fold my clothes and my husband folds his clothes and then we put ours up. But, you know, the kids don't always get theirs put up and it's honestly not, at least they're able to find their clothes within their basket. It's not like one giant pile and we're all trying to find our own. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's they, their and own clean. Basket. They They are clean. And, you know, I, I've had to give up on if they're wrinkled or not. I just, I can't, I can't balance it all. And laundry is just one of those things like, you know, it's clean. It's not put up, but my mother-in-law would probably be like, um, (laughs) upset to know that I don't put it all up, but I love her dearly. So she'll she'll hear this at point. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's great. I, I love that you made a conscious decision about where your time is best spent. Whereas, I think maybe a lot of parents feel like they have to be so perfect and nursing students are, you know, classic overachievers and a lot of type A personalities and control freaks and I'm raising my hand. Um, But to (laughs) consciously make that decision, okay, I'm going to let go of this so that I can do this. Because whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else, right? So if you were to say yes yes to folding and putting away the laundry, you're saying no maybe to story time with your kids when they go to bed. And to you, story time with your kids is the 10,000 times more important than if they're, you know, clothes are folded perfectly. So I think a lot of (laughs) students, you know, if you're looking at your systems as you're heading into school, maybe start making a list of the activities that you do to keep your household running and and do like Chelsea and, and decide, okay, what things can I kind of lighten up a bit about so that I can focus my attention on the things that bring me joy, bring cohesiveness and connection to my family. So I love that you have your lazy laundry system. I... I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about mealtimes, you guys. You said um, earlier your kids eat a lot. I don't know why. I mean, they're just growing humans, right? Um, Right? Keeping up with meals, 
it's hard enough for me as a as somebody who, you know, my husband is a firefighter, so he's only home a few days a week, and I still can barely keep up with meal planning and grocery shopping and prepping and cooking. So you've got to share your tips for how you keep how many other humans, four, five other humans plus yourself alive as far as the meals go. Well, you know, it's, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve after, you know, 12 years of being a mom. Um, but with nursing school in particular, I've had to adopt more of like a, like a 70, 30 approach when it comes to food. So mm-hmm. I try to aim for like 70% whole foods and like 30% help what I call help from the grocery store. Um, <laughs> I love it. A little so help. This might mean I'm, I might make chicken nuggets, but you know, I'm still serving like rice and broccoli on the side. Um, and I don't think there's any shame in that. You know, sometimes you just, you need the help. Um, mm-hmm. But um, my kids, you know, are like your most other kids. They like pizza and chicken nuggets. And I've got one that will eat spinach right out of the bag. But Ooh, I love that. <laughs> the kid. other three, not so much. <laughs> but almost anything can become a pizza if you try hard enough. Um, so we use like tortillas and bagels and naan. And I don't know, we make all kinds of pizzas. Um, with that. And they're quick and easy and actually everyone will eat them. But by far my favorite thing that we'll do is um, we have like this big tray. Um, it's it's pink. I don't know where we got it, but it's got six little dividers in it with like a center circle in the middle. It looks like a flower. Oh, uh-huh. yep. I know you can buy them. Yeah. It's like a party tray. Yeah. So um, we, um, what I do is like make like a family style Lunchable with it. That's what I call them anyway, where we'll have like two vegetables, two fruits, some crackers, and then I'll try to put something sweet in the middle. And then I like to put it with toothpicks because my kids will like to like put grapes on one end and then um, stick another one to make like a, like a little person with their food with it. And then Mm -hmm. they'll, and then they'll eat it. And it takes me like five minutes to like, you know, cube up some cheese and throw some grapes on there and whatever else we want to, but you know, it's healthy, it's cheap, it's fun. And, um, and you can just, there's endless combinations you can make with it. I mean, we never really get sick of it. We, we all like to kind of snack anyway. So we'll just, I'll just put it out there and we'll have at it. It's fun. I love it. That's, it's so funny that you say that, that you all just love to snack anyway. That's basically the first meal I cooked for Tom when we started dating. <laughs> it's basically a grown-up lunchable. So yes. Okay. Um, that's a great tip. I think that's just, you know, having a few things up your sleeve for those days that are extra busy and knowing you can throw something on the table, you know, in less than half an hour, less than maybe like you said, you know, five, 10 minutes is just probably one of your superpowers, Chelsea, I'm just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we talk a little bit about self-care? Because I know that it's hard enough for any nursing student. It's hard enough for any parent. And then what's it like incorporating self-care when you are both of those things? Oh, man. So this is one I... I really do struggle with, um, quite a bit because there's, there's some many times there's just not enough me to go around, let alone just like take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But, um, when I, when I wake up in the morning, I do try to make an effort to 
um, I think it was you and one of your Facebook, in your Facebook group one time you were doing like a, you know, self-care sort of thing. And so I started drinking those amazing greens you had talked about. So I started oh, adding that yeah. to my water. They're so good. So I, I know I'm at least getting some vegetables in for the day and it makes me feel good and stay hydrated. So I'll drink that usually while I'm taking my kids to the, to school. Um, so I do that. And then when I get back home and after I drink my coffee, I really try to get showered and just dressed for the day. Um, this might be TMI, but I've got a, I've got a multitask where I can, and I've got a lot of free time when I take a shower. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I will listen to lectures. I will listen to podcasts or I'll listen to a YouTube video about whatever I need to while I'm taking a shower. I I, I know that seems weird. It's free, quiet time for me. And so I'll do that. And I've learned quite a bit, but I'm also taking care of myself at the same time. Right. And so, and then, um, the other thing I try to do is at the end of the day, um, you know, after my kids go to, I go to bed at around eight, eight 30, I'm pretty strict about bedtimes. And I always have been, even before nursing school, I just, I need a time to say, you know, this time for bed. And I, I think it helps things run more smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll try to use the last hour or two to try to, you know, finish whatever it was I was working on, spend some time with my husband, like I mentioned earlier. And then I just make sure, you know, wash my face, brush my teeth. And I know those seem so basic, but sometimes I've heard people, you know, like I just pass out on my bed studying yep. or um, all these other things. But I think, you know, you're still human. You deserve to, you know, make sure your face is clean, you know, wash off the day real quick and go to bed and you'll feel so much better about yourself when you wake up. I agree. And I think it, it gives a nice transition for the day. Like it signals that now it's time to slow down and get into that. It's time to rest mode, having kind of that ritual at the end of the day. Oh, and that's a good word. Yeah. That ritual at the end of the day. Yep. Definitely. All righty. Okay. The big topic that has been brought up so much in the Facebook group and it breaks my heart. And I wish because, you know, I don't have kids. I I can't speak to this with any authority. And I, this is probably the biggest reason why I wanted to have you on today, Chelsea, is because the parenting guilt that students have because they probably aren't spending as much time with their kids as before school started as they would like and if you have any insight or a perspective to share on that, I'm sure it would be really helpful to students. Okay. I, I know I struggle with this. And when we first started talking about doing this together, you know, it, it, overwhelmingly, this was the one that everyone was wanting to talk about. And um, so I, I really gave this one a lot of thought. And um, so I had to Google, you know, what exactly is parenting guilt? Because I know I felt it, but I'm like, what? what is, I needed words to put with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I found that, you know, it's usually, it comes from a place where you're not, you feel like you're not doing enough or what you should be doing for your family. The word should needs to stand out for you because every single parent that I have come in contact with, with nursing school, whether it's at my school or online, they are doing this because they really want to better the lives of themselves and their families. And so I can't imagine... I can't imagine, you know, I don't know. You're doing this for, I, I don't know. Anyway, let me, <laughs> I'm getting emotional thinking about this. Right. So. <laughs> it's such a big issue. And I agree, you know, most of the parents, if not all of them, 
the whole purpose is to make a better life for their family. And yeah, it takes years to get there and it's a hard road. So it's like short-term pain for long-term gain and and just keeping that perspective in, in mind, I think is so important. Oh, I love that saying. I'm going to steal that from you. Okay. Well, <laughs> but I, I was doing a recording the other day and we just kept saying all these things that I thought were brilliant. And I told her, we're going to start a t-shirt company with all of these things on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would buy them. I would totally yeah. buy them. <laughs> um, but I, I really want to give all these parents, you know, give yourselves a pat on the back. And I want you to take the word should, what you think you should be doing and just throw it away, crumple it up, throw it in the wastebasket because, you know, just like childbirth, um, all of this nursing school pain and chaos is temporary. Like it's not going to last forever. And I think many of us went into nursing because we had, we wanted to better our families, but we also knew it was a career where we could, you know, kind of set our own schedules that would work for our families. So, you know, um, it, it's, you know, nursing school, you don't really get that kind of flexibility, but long-term, you should be able to have a little bit more flexibility and be there more for your family. So it'll be here before you know it. And for me, I just got to wait till December. I'm, I'm really excited. It's so close, Chelsea. It's so close. It'll go by so fast, <laughs> which is easy to say from an outsider's perspective. <laughs> um, okay. Um, do you have any tips for staying focused when you've got little ones? Like, especially like your little five-year-old, like littler kids need more of mom. They, they need more of dad. They need more of your time and attention. Is there any tips you can give for staying focused when your attention is being pulled away by this adorable little person? Oh, right. You're just like, mom, can we, oh yeah, I get it. Um, I I've been a parent kind of all through different stages. Uh, well, obviously a parent, I'm a student through all these different <laughs> stages, Yeah, <laughs> but with infants, um, I haven't been a student while I've had infants, but I've had multiple children. And it's anyway, I wanted to get, if you don't do one thing as with an infant, I want you to invest in a good baby carrier, like, um, you know, a good wrap, a good buckle carrier, something where you can still snuggle your baby and walk around and study and get stuff done. That was my saving grace when I had so many kids at a very young age. So Mm -hmm. I think that would really translate well for nursing students too. And then, um, so you're getting two for one, you're getting to snuggle and study. Love and then it. with your toddlers and your preschoolers, honestly, good luck. They're so, they're so loud and needy, but they're adorable. So, um, I wanted you to give yourself grace with the screen time stuff. I know, I know that they say only two hours a day and it's not unreasonable, but you know, make it a treat. Don't let it go. Don't let it go too far either. So like, you know, that mom needs to study from this time to this time. That's the only time you're going to get to use your little tablet or, you know, watch TV. Um, that way it's more engaging if it's not on all the time. Yes, and I then, um, and then, uh, what else did I, I wrote some stuff down while I was thinking about this. Um, but, oh yeah, taking your, your little ones at really any age, outside or into water, um, water has a really great calming effect on children. I've noticed. So, um, especially during these summer months or Mm -hmm. you can maybe put them in the bathtub, you know, and, or whatever water seems to calm them down or the outside does. So you could take your studying outside. Um, and then for just really older kids or your whole family in general, 
Um, we have a big family goal for when I'm done with nursing school. We're going to go to Disney World when oh, I'm done with nursing yay. school. I love it. I am. I'm, I'm really excited. And so it, it kind of keeps us motivated that, you know, they're making sacrifices too. They're making sacrifices with time with mom, um, you know, and I want them to know that their sacrifices are going to be, you know, rewarded as well, you know, so it doesn't have to be a big trick like Disney World, but, you know, even if it's just, you know, we're going to go a trip to, to the beach and you guys live within an hour of the beach. We do mm-hmm. not. So unfortunately, but you know, just something that's, keeps your kids looking forward to it and that they're working towards as well. It'll make them excited. So I think those are some of the bigger ones I have. I love that. Those are all really great tips. So another issue that has come up a few times um, in our Facebook group is students who have a partner and maybe or maybe don't have kids, but a lot of times they have kids and they're getting not necessarily pushback from their partner, but they don't have full buy-in. Like there was a student not that long ago who basically said, my partner doesn't seem to understand that I'm not going to be able to be doing the mom thing at the same level and implies that this, you know, he still expects her to do everything at the exact same, you know, level that she has been. So not getting that full buy-in. Do you have any advice for students who are maybe in that same kind of situation? Okay. I think the biggest transition my husband and I have made, um, like he kind of knew that I would be more busy, but I don't think he fully got it until maybe even this semester. This semester has been very busy, Yeah, but communication is your friend. I, I you cannot over communicate enough. Um, like this past week in general, I had a test on Tuesday. I had sim labs all day Wednesday. And then I had two clinical days, full 12 hour shifts Thursday and Friday. Wow. Um, so this week in general has been really busy, but making sure he knows up front, like on Sunday, this is what the week is going to look like for me. What does your week look like? How can we coordinate that the kids get to where they need to go? Who's in charge of dinner? Should I bring dinner home? You know, just having a set time every week where you're really communicating your schedules. And the way I like to keep my stuff organized and the way he does is different. So he might want to write it down or whoever might want to write it down differently than I do. Um, So I think just having like that, we call it our Sunday morning coffee meetings We'll drink our (laughs) coffee. We'll talk about our week. And then we usually watch a funny show that we've been watching uh, on the BBC for a while now. And then we start our day on Sundays. So, um, and it it really helps the week go more smoothly. And then he can really see like, wow, she's busy. I'm busy, but we got this. Like we're a team. You're having your team meeting. So I love it. I think that's my biggest for those people. Okay. I love having a team meeting. It's just like (laughs) when you're in clinical, right? You have a huddle before you go out to work on on the floor so that everybody knows what the issues are that we're dealing with on the unit. You have your, basically your, um, your team meeting. I absolutely love that. And I also agree that it's very hard to convey to someone who's not in nursing school or in that world, how intense and how busy the schedule is. Like I try to explain it to nursing students as they're coming into the program. And I, I 
you know, I, I just want them to succeed so bad. And I try to say, okay, you guys, you got a plan. You got to do this ahead of time and it will pay you back in so many ways. And, and sometimes they're like, yeah, 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 I'll do it when I do it. And then the later they're like, oh my God, you were right. And, and that's a student, right? So it's really hard to convey that to a spouse, maybe who hasn't, you know, been in that world at all. So I love that the communication is a key part of that and conveying what, the plan is and getting buy-in with here's how we're going to manage to get through this week. I think that's brilliant, Chelsea. Very good. Okay. Um, All right. Let's say you've only got one hour to give your kids all the attention and focus that you can. How do you maximize that time? Um, So my kids are still young enough that we, they love to snuggle still. And I love I love that they still love to snuggle. I love so, that. So we'll just kind of like pile up on my bed and, you know, we'll snuggle. They'll tell me funny stories, um, you know, and sometimes they'll want to like wrestle or, you know, give tickles or whatever. And it's still my favorite um, that we, they still like to do that. Cause it won't, it won't last very long. Cause like my 12 year old boy, he doesn't really like to snuggle anymore. Not but, anymore. Uh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> so, but he loves, he loves chess right now. And so, and I do too. I love playing with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we'll play a couple of games of chess together. And then sometimes we'll just have like, you know, random dance parties um, and, or we'll go outside and, um, you know, I'll blow bubbles or they'll jump on the trampoline. And I don't know, they always have fun stuff. They come up with the fun things to do. So if I tell them, you know, Hey, what do you guys want to do? And they'll, they'll tell me and we'll just usually go do it. So um you know, I think that's a, a good thing. You could just ask your kids, hey, yeah. you can have for an hour. What do you want to do? And just do it. And it's simple stuff, fun. right? Like tickling and having a dance party and playing a game of chess. Those don't require any advanced planning. You don't have to spend any money. You don't have to coordinate anything. It's just spontaneous and it happens. And it's fun. It sounds like the key ingredient to all of this is just having fun together. Uh-huh. Okay. Before we go, if you had a favorite parenting hack that you wanted somebody out there to try, what would it be? This podcast, by far. (laughs) (laughs) I was so excited that you asked me to be on here because um, this podcast really has been my it's, it's saved my booty so many times through nursing school. Like I'm not your traditional student and I knew I wouldn't be able to study in traditional ways. Um, and I also have a pretty long commute to school. I have to drive about 40, 45 minutes one way to school. Mm-hmm. So I really had to start looking for alternative ways to start um, studying. So between this podcast and I love your new stuff too. your, um, your, oh my, the name just went through my brain. Are you talking about the other? Oh, study sesh. Yes. The the private podcast. Yes. So definitely go check those out too, because, um, you know, it's one thing to be passively learning and listening. Um, but with the study sesh, I love it because you're actively engaging with it while driving in your car. So some people might look at you like, why is she talking to herself? But you're learning at the same time. So I love it. And then by far, thing that holds my life together is your planner. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, so the planner and then your thriving nursing school, um, or what is, is that the name of your book? Oh, the name? nursing school thrive guide. It's the thrive guide. 
it is it, not just for parents, but any student or yeah, I meant to say that backwards not just for any students, but parents should get so much great information just about how to organize your life in general. I, I used a lot of your resources in there. Oh, good. Um, so I, I honestly, I'm so grateful to have been here today because you, you have all your resources have really helped me, um, you know, just stick together. Chelsea, thank you so much. I think you shared some amazing tips and some inspiration and some insight with all the other parents out there. So I want you guys to go and try some of the tips that Chelsea suggested and then drop me a line and let me know what it inspired you to try in your life and how it's helped you survive in nursing school. So thanks again so much, Chelsea. And I'll put the links to those things that Chelsea mentioned below in the episode notes so you guys can check those out as well. Thanks for having me, Mo. So glad you were here. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. Some tips from a parent who is going through the exact same things that you are. So again, Crucial Concepts Bootcamp is on sale right now. The sale just started today, July 12th. And if you're listening to this a little bit later, the sale runs through August 15th. So you have plenty of time, but don't wait because the sooner you get in, the sooner you can start going through the lessons. It's completely self-paced. You can go through the lessons, start getting yourself organized, getting your systems in place, learning some key foundation concepts that will set you up for nursing school success. So I will include the link in the show notes and all you need to do is go to that link and use coupon code future nurse to get 20% off a free electrolyte study guide and some other great bonuses. See you there. Bye for now. This podcast is brought to you by straight a nursing.